Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Real Life Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Spears, author, speaker, advocate, and someone who loves to hear inspiring, extraordinary stories from everyday people. I'm fortunate that I get to meet so many different people, and I'm super excited to introduce you to one of them now. We're here today with my guest, Wendy Thomas. I'm so glad you are able to stop by, so thank you for being here. My pleasure. And we've met each other, I guess, about a year ago Mm -hmm. now. Is that true? So, Yeah, that or a little longer. Mm -hmm. And and you run Leadership Tulsa. Okay. So you're this person that was like evasive, like everyone kept saying, (laughs) do you know Wendy? And I was like, I don't. So that kept happening, though. Uh, And then when we finally met, I was like, oh, my gosh. So we're both... um, you know, passionate about leadership and you in particular, Leadership Tulsa. So let's just tell people what is Leadership Tulsa. Yeah, so Leadership Tulsa is a nonprofit organization. We're almost 50 years old now. And our mission is to identify, develop, and connect diverse leaders to impact the community through service. So we help people build the knowledge of our city, its history, its opportunities and challenges, build skills that they might need, particularly in board service or leading in community settings, and then help them connect with each other and with opportunities. Okay. So that's a like a, a big description, but it's really so much more than that even, right? Like people, when you say you get people ready for community service mm-hmm. and board, so somehow you have been able to take all of these super busy people and they carve out a year. Tell us a little bit about the program. If somebody's selected, so yeah, give us so a sense a of that. Yeah, so it's a competitive application process, which is one reason I think that people really do seek it and make time for it once they're selected because they know it's quite an honor to be selected. And then our traditional program, mm-hmm. the one we've been doing for the longest, is a nine-month program uh, that uses the city as a classroom. So we take um, opportunity to travel into parts of our community that some people maybe haven't been before. So all of us have our routines, our home, our favorite grocery store, our restaurants, our church, our uh, workplace. And sometimes we don't get very far out of that little circle. So So we try to expand people's worldview, city view, um, to help them see it maybe through a a new light. I think that's true because like people will come here from out of town and they'll say, oh, have you been to then? I'm like, no. But that's true. When you live in a city, I was born and raised, been here my whole life. And like recently, there's two things that I'm not even going to say what they are because I'm embarrassed. I didn't know yeah. they, were, they existed. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that it's taken me this long to go and, you know, uh, check this out. So, so we have hidden gems in every part of do. the community. But we do more than just visit the you know, the fun spots. We do do a lot of that. But we also introduce people to amazing leaders in our community. Some of them are the big names, the people in formal positions of authority. But sometimes they're people working in communities and neighborhoods, people leading nonprofit organizations. So you really get a wonderful picture of the variety of people it takes to make a city work. Yeah, it's um, and it prepares people in a way that I don't know. How else would you get as prepared to be on a board or serve the community, I don't know, what what makes your program different? Yeah, so I think the things that are unique to us is um, the community as a classroom, so the fact that you're hearing from the leaders who are on the front lines making a difference. And then I think the other aspect of it is that we bring private, public, and nonprofit all together, so both 
in the things that we feature and in the class members that you meet. So you really get a sense that the community is a three-legged stool and it depends on all of those aspects to be mm. successful. And then um, I think the third emphasis is really on significance over success. So there's a lot of leadership programs that focus on the ways that you can achieve personal and professional goals and build skills for that, which is still important. Yes, but it we is. we try to take it uh, a step beyond that. So building purpose and meaning in your life. And so identifying what your passions are and the way you can show up in this city to leave an impact. Well, I have not been through it yet. Um, for me, as you know, I'm on the road mm -hmm. all of the time. And right. so, you know, the time commitment, I certainly hope to, you know, put my application in there. There you go. Especially after just, you know, meeting, yeah. I, I'm going to say almost everybody that I interact with either has been through the program or or wants to go through the program. Yeah. So you've done a great job building a buzz of that. And how long have you been uh, with Leadership Tulsa? So I've been there for 17 years wow. now. I came from running our Arts and Humanities Council mm -hmm. in Tulsa. And for me, this just fit that sweet spot. You've seen that Venn diagram of, you know, what your purpose and what you're good at and what they'll pay you for and what the world needs as being yeah. kind of that sweet spot. Um, for me, uh, that has done it because I get to meet with the people who are the finest human beings in our community, people who not only um, are ambitious and successful, but want to give back. Yeah. They bring the best of who they are to the organization. And then I get to help them explore all the opportunities that our city offers and find what their personal little niche is going to be. So whether that's helping with a nonprofit organization. We did a recent survey of our members. 10% had either run for or were serving in some sort of public elected office. Really? One in 10. And that really um, was exciting to me. So not everyone is that their path. But um, for those who choose to do it, Leadership Tulsa is a great opportunity to get a really broad view of our community and meet yeah. people uh, who can share different perspectives on what its future needs to look like. That's a great soundbite, though. That would be cool if you, you know, and, that, and that's 20% and then it's 30%. Yeah, well. <laughs> I guess an elected official wouldn't go through it after, or would Some they? Some of them have. Okay. We have actually had people go through after their election set, a couple okay. of city councilors. Mm -hmm. Well, what a better way to see. Mm -hmm. so, so they yeah. come they learn about the community yeah. they learn what do they learn more what else about leadership is it about leading it in a community is there so that kind of varies from our programs to programs so that's really where we uh, offer more than one um, kind of opportunity to connect with our community so um, the traditional program really focuses on that board service piece of leadership we also use a wonderful uh, leadership curriculum called the positive leadership model which really focuses in on really universal leadership skills uh, with our Thrive program, we focus on uh, some leadership materials that um, are around adaptive leadership, where mm. problems are complex and they take multiple stakeholders to solve them. So Thrive is a program for people who already know what um, cause or community or organization they're passionate about, and they really want to build their leadership skills mm. for serving in those complex community-wide issues. Um, we have a program called New Voices that increases diversity on Tulsa area boards. And we have a new Hispanic Leadership Institute, which nice. is looking at an identity-rich experience um, around leadership 
both within that community and then how do they translate that to the broader community because they are our fastest growing demographic in Tulsa yeah. and one that we all need to be engaged for the future. For sure. Do we? Do you do, what do you do, and you, you're talking about diversity, I assume having more women on boards, having more minorities on boards, I, I assume that's a big focus of yours then. Yeah, so the New Voices program really focuses on underrepresented groups, which okay. for us, uh, people with racial ethnic um, backgrounds that have been underrepresented, religious backgrounds, and then uh, dis disability ability differences have been a focus. Interestingly, women are not that underrepresented on nonprofit boards, at least in Tulsa. Okay. They're very underrepresented on corporate boards. And so, um, you know, I hope that as women make their way and show their value in the nonprofit setting, that the people that they're interacting with will begin to say, hey, we could value these voices on that our corporate so, boards. That seems so stereotypical, though, doesn't it? Like in well, that, it, it... progress can only be made one step at a okay. time. So we are making progress. Well, I, you know, I remember one time somebody saying that it was the reason that there aren't more women is because that they knew there were only going to be a few that were going to get the seat at the table. Mm. And so it created this competition. Mm. And I think that um, that's has stuck in the back of my head. Like, how mm. can women be, I know that's not what we're, all we're going to talk about today, but, you know, how can we be not so competitive with each other? Like, how can we not feel the the you know, pressure that, okay, only a couple of people are going to make it, like, and we've got to, you know, but, but so you can see. So I see that less among a younger generation. Totally. I so love that about them. I think that is improving as well. I think, um, and I see more women reaching out and um, bringing others up. And one of the things that we focus on with all of our leadership TELS participants is managing the deck of what you can um really successfully manage when it comes to commitments outside of your work and your family and your life. And that one of the things we say is, you know, as your um, plate is getting too full, reach out and suggest others to fill the positions that you can. Yes. So um, each one reach back and pull another one up um, because oftentimes it's not a lack of interest on the part of the organizations thinking about nonprofit boards in particular, if they always go to the same handful of people that are very visible, right. it's it's not that those are the only people that they could gain value from and accept and embrace. It's just they need help identifying what is that next generation of leaders. And so that's what our New Voices program does. And that's also what I recommend to other leaders. That's great. I work, um, I do some leadership training for a group that mm -hmm. it's signature leaders and a lady yeah. named Carol Seymour. And she has started a two through you program. Oh. And so like you go to her, the, the website and you put in the name of two people that you are going to mentor. Nice. And uh, it's a more formalized, what I like about it is most big organizations have some kind of mentor program, but this isn't really in that silo. This mm -hmm. could be anybody that you, you know, you know. and uh, it's kind of fun to watch that take off on, on the website. It shows how many have signed up and how many women they're supporting. That's a and great idea. And what fun. I love about that is it gets back to something we do too is that the social capital that people have are those connections between and among each other and so um, as we're building community whether I'm mentoring you or you're mentoring me or we take turns I think you talked about it our women's leadership summit the idea of having a personal board of directors right as we gain those really uh, warm and significant connections, we're making our whole city stronger mm -hmm. because all of a sudden, if we're trying to accomplish goals, whether they're professional or in the volunteer community arena, 
we have people we can reach out to to advise us, to help connect us exactly. to others, to help lend their talents, skills, and perspectives. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't take advantage of those kind of opportunities. Uh, you know, whether yeah. you have to go up, you have to show up, right? You have to go to the you network, you, you know, and I know that that's hard at the end of a long day or we've got kids or, or family, but it's really the thing that can change somebody's um, situation faster than anything. Meeting the right person, mm -hmm. you know, hearing of the right opportunity, putting your name in the hat, all those things. Totally. So yeah. while meaning and purpose and um, going from success to significance are things that I value in the Leadership Tulsa experience or in any experience where you're involved in community engagement, there are some real benefits back. First of all, you make friends. Right. So what's better than uh, getting engaged in something you both uh, believe in and want to see happen? And so you make friends who share your values and your energy. Yep. Uh, but then you can build your resume. You can have opportunities to try new leaders positions that you might not be getting right. um, and you make contacts your next employer could yeah. be someone you meet uh, so those are some real tangible takeaways sure. when you get involved in the community so is leadership Tulsa like it, it does every city have leadership Atlanta leadership what is that is it yes so okay. um, we have a whole network of programs across the United States okay. um, it's through an organization called the Association of Leadership Programs and there are hundreds and potentially thousands of programs right here in Oklahoma we have like 34 programs really? so every state has um, leadership programs that help connect people to the community and get involved. So in smaller communities, they're often run out of chambers of commerce. Sure. So that would be a place to look. And then um, in larger communities, they're often standalone nonprofits like my organization is. But um, Googling leadership, your city probably will help you find a connection. If not, going to that Association of Leadership Programs would be a way to connect to see if there's a program like this. Okay. And if not, start one because uh, that's how all of the great programs run the uh, country started is some group of people said, hey, we need this. Yeah. And they reached out to someone else in their state or in a nearby state, um, learned from them how they organize it. So you are uh, 17 years, is that what you said yeah. in here? So what what is uh, the thing that you haven't done yet at Leadership Tulsa that you want to do? Oh, that's a fun question. So um, I think where we're going as an organization is much more um, thinking of ourselves as a leadership center. So this idea that we're the place where people can connect for leadership development, for the community, to serve the needs of any number of special uh, groups. So uh, continuing to build programs that meet the needs of special communities, you know, whether it's uh, seniors or uh, the Women's Leadership Summit, uh, we're excited to be doing that again next year. Um, we um, are also hosting the National Conference of All Leadership Programs. Nice. So we're going to have an opportunity to tell our story to others. Great. And then uh, for me, something that always keeps me engaged is the opportunity to mentor others. So whether it's one-on-one -on -one or in groups, um, helping people, whether it's laugh a little bit at some of the weird situations we get ourselves in when we work in the community, uh, look at them through a little bit different lens. So maybe we can come up with some different solutions, uh, connect people to resources that can help them as they delve deeper in their leadership development. From a personal perspective, it's those things that keep me going. 
I thought you were going to say that you would get in your travel trailer and travel the well, country and do leadership. There training. you go. So my <laughs> husband and I love the uh, Taos, Santa Fe sort of area of New Mexico. And I'm not sure if there's a leadership magic circle. <laughs> so I might have to reach out and see. Well, as you know, we just started, yeah. you know, our travel trailer journey. Yeah. And we have just had a ball. And you've been like, inspiring. Yeah, there you so go. thank you. For, we can mentor that. each other in all sorts of things, I, can't we? I know, yeah. for sure. It's you, great to get away. Where's your, can you say your favorite place? You don't have to say where. Oh, you, I know you don't want anybody to know. I don't want anyone to know. Tell Literally. your second favorite place. Um, so, where do you uh, like to go? So my husband and I have been going for years up to Crested Butte. Okay. Um, up to a place called Lake Irwin. It's gotten very busy, which is why I'm not telling anyone what my first favorite place okay. is now because it's not very busy. I see. <laughs> Well, we did our, we did like 3,800 miles in yeah. 15 days, and I'm thinking we need to find that place that you go sit. Stay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So really long days uh, demand several days of being and sitting and enjoying, but uh, we have fabulous federal national parks. We do. Um, the Oklahoma State Parks are little hidden gems as well. So if you love the outdoors, it's a fun way to explore. That's fun. Well, it's been fun to share that with you too. <laughs> so I just appreciate you taking yeah. a little bit of time to come in and tell us about Leadership Tulsa. And, uh, and I'm really am so grateful that we finally got to connect and looking forward to what's next. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, this is Tracy. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast. To find out more about our books, online courses, and other resource materials, check us out at tracyspears.com.